Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,438. This week on Cars Yeah, I'm celebrating the UAE Concorde Elegance that takes place December 12th, 13th, and 14th in Dubai at the Bulgari Hotel Resort. To learn more, go to the UAEConcord.com. Be nice to all the people on the way up because you're going to meet them on the way back down again. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from Lake Country, British Columbia, Canada, Rod Newlove. Rod, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Hey, Mark. Looking forward to it. All right. We'll have some fun. Rod Newlove is the president of Automotive Parts Distributors, known as APD, with four locations in Western Canada. It is a company that's been in business since 1981. The primary focus of APD Today is much more than distribution of quality brand name auto parts to the company's independent automotive shop customer base. APD is committed to ongoing investments in technology and processes to make them a leader in the industry relating to online ordering, inventory management, warehouse systems, and the GPS tracking of their deliveries. Rod's past includes erasing rear engine dragsters, wow, building a Manta kit car, I remember those, restoring a 67 Camaro and 25-plus Harley-Davidson motorcycles over the past 30 years. So he's been around. He knows what he's doing. In 2002, he received the Queen Elizabeth II Golden Jubilee Medal for volunteer work mentoring young people. Very admirable. 
Rod, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Let's jump into the questions. But first, tell our listeners a little bit more about your business and your passion for automobiles. Perfect. Thanks, Mark. Well, I guess going back 30 years plus, uh, I owned two Midas franchises for close to 14 years. 96 as a Canadian Dealer of the Year Award. I'm a journeyman automotive mechanic as well as electronics technician. Also a serial inventor with a very understanding wife. A number of different products over the years, some way more successful than others, but it's a hobby, a pastime, and it keeps me thinking. Like you mentioned, Mark, I'm currently the president of one of the larger automotive warehouse distributors in Western Canada. It's a fantastic organization with piles of great people. Also, I own and operate electronics research and development company, as well as a mentoring for the Future Partner Canada, mentoring young people in new business startups. Nice, nice. Well, we're going to learn a lot more about you. And, you know, it's really interesting to me because as I was reading your first bio you sent me, you mentioned owning a couple of Midas franchises, and then you so-called retired. But I don't think the word retired kind of works for your vocabulary, does it? No, actually, the automotive industry, somebody said you never get out of it, no matter how many times you retire, you keep on falling <laughs> back into it. So. Yeah, no. I understand. Very cool, very cool. Well, listen, we're going to start on this journey that we call your life with a mantra or a success quote, some kind of saying that has a meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Rod, grab the wheel. Absolutely, Mark. Well, I, I, I guess the mantra I, I try to live my life by is uh, be nice to all the people on the way up because you're going to meet them on the way back down again, right? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, <laughs> treat everybody with respect and dignity and uh, how about all you can ask for. Well, why can't the rest of the people in the world do that? I think we'd all have a much, a much nicer time. But, you know, I've, I've heard this quote from a couple of folks I've had on the show now after 1,438 guests. Sometimes you hear similar mantras, but it's it's really, really true because you just never know where you're going to end up. And um, I've had uh, a couple of guests on the show that I was doing recordings with, and they were starting to kind of beat up on somebody, a customer or a past employer. And I kind of stopped them and said, I don't think this is a path we want to go down. Uh, and they were mostly younger folks, and I kind of told them why. And I tell you, in one case, one of them ended up going back to work for that guy. And uh, it was like, man, he called me and said, thank you for uh, not letting me burn that bridge. Uh, because, again, sometimes you uh, you meet them on the way back, right? Absolutely. And it's all about relationships, right? The whole, uh, especially the automotive industry, it's, uh, it's not that big. And uh meet a lot of great people in it. And, uh, you know, you really... people in the industry, Mark. Um, and it's all about the relationships. Yeah, it really is. And, and it never ends. I, even at a Cars and Coffee, you know, you just never know who you're going to talk to and meet who you could end up working with sometime in the future. So uh, treat everybody with respect. It's kind of that old golden rule that uh, I remember learning as a little boy in Bible class, do unto Absolutely. others as you would Absolutely. have them do unto you. Uh, how about sharing a story that you have uh, about your passion for cars. And you've been a car guy for a long time. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you look back on it, when you realized you were indeed going to be a car guy for a long time? <laughs> okay. Well, I, I thought about this a bit, Mark, and I guess uh, where this whole mess started, I was about five years old. My dad also is a journeyman mechanic, uh, inventor, creator. Dad helped my brother, Don, and myself. Uh, we built a mini bike. Uh, we're using a three-quarter horse gas motor from old washing machine. I think yeah, I was about five years old at that time. 
So Don and I spent probably the next two or three years trying to get as much power out of that washing machine motor as we could. And <laughs> okay. I, think, I want to know, how do you get more horsepower out of a washing machine? <laughs> I need to know that trick. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, it's 50 years ago, so I'm <laughs> trying to think of the tricks. But uh, yeah, but I knew at that point I was pretty well hooked on gas. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I can't tell you how many guests I've had on the show that built mini bikes. And I remember uh, Mike Brown up the street and Casey Brown and Corey Brown and all my buddies, Steve Fitch, and um, his dad helped us build this mini bike. And I, I'll never forget this. We were sitting up at the end of our street, and each of us were taking a ride, and it was my turn. And I went racing down the street, full throttle, and the cable broke. And that thing stuck full throttle open. And I'm sitting here squeezing the front brake. Nothing's happening. Went right through the intersection at the end of our street and right into Bev's garage door. And <laughs> damaged her door. I had to pay to fix that. And yeah, that was my mini bike uh, foray. So be careful. No helmet, of course. We didn't have yeah, helmets back then. We were a lot smarter than that, right? So, uh, oh my gosh. Well, I, I still, yeah, I still wanted more power out, out of that thing once I kind of picked the splinters out of my teeth uh, from running into her garage door. Well, let's take a look at some of these roads you've driven down. You've done a lot of things and you've run a company, you're running a company. No doubt it's fraught with a few challenges here and there maybe even a failure once in a while. I'd love for you to share one of those times that was really difficult, walk us through it. But more importantly, what was the lesson learned so that you could come out positive on the other end? The toughest time I've probably had in my life is back in the early 90s. So we had both muffler shops running, 25 to 30 people working for us, uh, three kids that were under the age of three at the time, working 60 to 80 hours, 60 to 80 hours a week. Um, it's was, it was very challenging. It was, a, it was a lot of work, but it was uh, very fun and rewarding, I guess, at the end of the day. Well, let's chat on this a little bit because I hear this from a lot of guests who are entrepreneurs, have their own businesses, is that work-life balance, that family balance. And sometimes it destroys families. It destroys marriages. It causes a lot of problems. You've got to have a really, really supportive, strong spouse. Uh, I've been very fortunate to have a a gal that puts up with my shenanigans for 35 years now and in long hours and so forth. But what are some, maybe a tip or two you might offer somebody that's dealing with that? And then also, how do you know when you get to a point where, you know what, this is ridiculous. I, I've got to hire more people so that I can scale my business so I'm not spending seven days a week, 20 hours a day at work, because you can't do that forever. You'll burn out. No, 100%. And uh, I agree. A, a very understanding spouse is, is key to, to every part of this. Every success my, my, in my life is attributed to my wife as well. So if it wasn't for her pushing me and uh, and showing me the right way to do things, it'd be a totally different thing. And your willingness to listen, like me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, you got to keep a work-life balance uh, and... Uh, I guess it gets to a point, and that's probably why I ended up selling the shops eventually, is because it, uh, it was starting to take too much of a toll on, uh, on everything, right? So now it's time to back off a bit. And uh, actually, when I sold the shops and uh, semi-retired, I planned on uh, moving forward more with, uh, with the electronics R&D company, and uh, yeah, that's the point I opened it. One thing led to another, and it's like I said, it's about relationships and knowing people. And uh, the owners of uh, APD approached me and asked me if I'd be willing to come work for them. And uh, I guess that was 15 years ago now. So, so. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you out here, for a here, few weeks. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're running the company. Well, the other part of this too, and 
you've seen this with companies and maybe together we can offer a little advice out there for somebody that's reaching that saturation point. When you have a shop or two shops or a pie shop or whatever kind of shop you have, muffler shops, at what point do you know it's time to let go some of that work and have other people run it, do it, if you will, so you can scale? Because I remember when I was younger, I'd look at people like you think of, of, of Penske. I mean, that guy has how many companies does that guy have? Now, obviously, he can't be in all those companies. So he's figured out how to run. That's why they call him the captain, right? He doesn't hurl the sails or <laughs> pull the oars. He hires the best people he can. So at what point do you know that you've got to do that to be able to scale yourself out a little bit and let your company grow? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh I guess delegation is something we all have to learn, right? Delegation, having the right people to to rely on yeah. is, is yeah. key to the whole thing, right? And Absolutely. without that, uh, you're going to just end up burning yourself out. Yeah, yeah. Well, having the right people around you, I think uh, that's the biggest nugget that I've learned in my past careers is you've got to find really strong people and drive them and direct them to where you want to let them go and then let them go. Absolutely. Keep the leash off and just let them do it. Let them do their job. Uh, but you can't do that without surrounding yourself by really strong people. Uh, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car and maybe share a memory you have about that vehicle. What was that first ride? Well, I guess the, the first special vehicle uh, was probably the 67 Camaro that I restored. I started working on that when I was about 19 years old. It was, uh, it was a long project because when you're 19, you don't have a, a lot of extra money laying around to, to throw at these things. But uh, over three or four years, it... Uh, it was completed, and it actually turned out to be a great car. Uh, I, I still miss that one today. I'm sorry, I still miss that car today. 67 Camaro, that's a great year. I, there's something about 67 for a lot of cars that were really special, at least to me. I had a 67 Carmen Ghia, so you were definitely beating me down the street in that Camaro. <laughs> but uh, uh, but I still love those those old Camaros. I remember there was a kid in our high school that had one of the big blower coming up through the hood, and everyone called it the Batmobile because that thing could light up its <laughs> its tires. What are some of the special things you did to your Camaro? Did you keep it stock, or did you do like the rest of us and modify no, a few things? No, it was a semi mod. It was a it was a big block car with a four gear. Yeah, I don't know ladder bars. It was uh, when I got it, it was pretty rough shape, so it was uh, pretty well ground up. Took a lot of time. Well, that's part of the fun. It's a whole lot yeah, behind exactly. it. And is that your seller's remorse story? Is that the car you wish? Uh, yeah, you know, probably, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, I got uh, a couple other ones that uh, really got attached to it. I think uh, I've custom built and restored a lot of Harleys for myself going back to the, probably the late 70s, I guess. And probably my, my most favorite one was uh, I uh, built a 101-inch shovelhead, rigid frame. That was back in the 1980s when uh, 100 cubic inches in a, in a Harley was pretty well non-existent, so. But it was a it was a really cool cool bike, really fun. So you've ridden bikes for a long time. Yeah, I've been uh, actually I got my motorcycle license before I got my driver's license. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell anybody, but I was riding a motorcycle to to junior high, um, much to the chagrin of my mom, of course. But uh, you could actually ride from my house to our junior high on this dirt bike path. So I didn't. She says, as long as I don't get in the street, you're not going to get in trouble. Um, so, but there was a little section I had to kind of sneak across, you know, and get on the street there a little bit. But, uh, yeah, bikes, bikes, uh, were a long distance past of my, my, uh, passion for cars and things. But so you, I said in the intro, I mean, you've restored a lot of Harley Davidson's over the years. 
Was your your plan all along? Did you buy old bikes that really needed work, or did you take bikes and modify them, or did you do all the above? All the above, uh, barn finds, uh, and just buying parts and pieces, putting things together. Uh, I bought a couple of new ones that uh, hobby of taking things apart and making them better. I guess so. It's, uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what has you excited these days. I'd love for you to share a little bit more with our listeners about automotive parts distributors, known as APD, and then also this electronics business you have, Nova Designs, which I find really intriguing. But let's start with APD. Tell us more about what the business is all about. I know you're up in Canada, so you're primarily a Canadian company, uh, but what is the company about? What do you guys do, and what makes you special? Well, we're a wholesale distributor, Western Canada. We've got four locations through Alberta and Saskatchewan, 130-ish employees now, it's an interesting tidbit. We do over 10,000 in-town deliveries a month between wow. all the locations. Yeah, it's a, it's a staggering number. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. that's a lot of deliveries. Yeah, How many yeah. delivery trucks do you guys have? I think we're up to around close to 30 now. So it's, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, they're, they're, they keep running. Uh, coming off our best year ever, uh, we'll, uh, as you mentioned, we just opened our fourth warehouse and Lloyd Minister this year. and very exciting. We're a Uniselect member as well as an AC Delco distributor in Western Canada. So you primarily, you sell to stores and things. You don't sell to end consumers, right? Correct. We're, it's all uh, B2B. We don't do any retail at all. We try to, uh, I guess our model going back to the to the 80s is try and establish that bit of a margin for the company or for the, for the service providers. So right. we're not selling directly to their customers. So. Right, right, exactly. Okay, so if I own a shop or repair shop or a parts supply shop or something like that, you're the guy I'm going to call and buy from. You're going to get me those parts as quick as I need them and make sure that my customers are happy. So there you go. And you you must sell lots and lots of parts. Is there a number of SKUs that you you can even share with us that you have? I, I wouldn't even want to guess. <laughs> Honestly, it's hundreds of thousands, probably even close to a million. And, and I guess with the industry, the way it's going, too, and parts proliferation, and uh, there, there's so many more now than uh, than there was 20 years ago, right? It, uh, right. It's getting more it's difficult. more complicated. Absolutely. Yeah. Every, and every year a vehicle comes out, uh, there's different parts on it, right? It's not like uh, back in the 80s where the same brake pads that fit seven or eight years worth of Chevy trucks, right? It's a different world we live in. Lots of big warehouses. Now, tell us a little bit about... This electronics business you have, Nova Designs. We do a number of things uh, from wastewater monitoring electronics to uh, actually the, the most the newest one, I guess, is uh, Velocity Performance Products. It's a throttle sensitivity controller. Uh, we've been in development for a few years on it now, and uh, we just actually in the last couple of months we released it and started to sell it, and it's uh, it's going like hotcakes. So. so tell me exactly what that does. It changes the, the output of the throttle pedal to more of a linear output. And it's adjustable, right? So really makes a difference in the way a vehicle accelerates, especially when you go to pass somebody or, or make a left-hand turn in front of somebody. You really have that. It takes a pedal lag out of your gas pedal, right? When you step on it, it feels like you're stepping on a wet bag. Sounds like with this uh, throttle uh, device you have, I think of, I have an E46 M3, and it has what's called my magic sport button. And when I push that, it changes the way the throttles behave. I mean, it, you yep. get instant throttle very fast. Now, if you're not used to it, some people don't like the feeling because it'll buck and bob and, you know, it, it'll really uh, get on the gas fast. I kind of like that, right? Because uh, if I want it to go, I want it to go. Is that kind of, does it do the same things? Does it 
it change something internally in the engine on how it how fast it reacts? Absolutely. It doesn't actually change or affect any of your tuning, so it doesn't modify any emissions, but it just changes the ratio on your output or your throttle pedal. Uh, it's really noticeable, especially on diesel trucks. It's uh, it's incredible the difference it makes. Very cool. Well, I'll make sure I put links to both these companies on the show notes page Rod has on the Cars yeah website, Automotive Parts Distributors, known as APD, and Novo, N-O-V-O, Designs, now that I can say it right. Sorry about that. Uh, will be correctly spelled on the show notes page there at the Cars Yow website. So right up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yow sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com. To check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out, enter cars yeah in the coupon code and get 10% off your order. That's that's Edelbrock, automotive performance since 1938. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. All right, Rod, we are back, and I have a little bit of an introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself manifested as an actual vehicle, what would Rod be and what? Okay, I thought about this one a lot too, Mark. Uh, Good. I think if it was going to be a car, it'd probably be a fire truck. It's just a fire truck. Fire okay. truck. Just, and the reason is because the amount of people and projects and customers that yeah. I'm daily involved with that uh, there's never a dull moment, right? You're, you're always keeping busy and putting out fires. So. Well, you know, it's funny. My daughter manages some departments at a Nordstrom store. She just recently moved back up here to the Northwest. She was down in San Diego for a long time. And the, several, once a week or so, she manages the whole store. And I've said, well, what's it like those days? And she said, I'm just putting out fires all day. That's what it's like. You know, I'm either dealing with personnel issues or with customer issues. It's just fires, fires on every floor. So, uh, yeah, I understand. Having managed uh, a large group of people myself, 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. And you, you add your customers into that. Yeah. It's just, uh, lots of fires. Fire truck. I like that. I've, I've had very few fire trucks on the show. So I think that's great. All right. We are entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to ring the bell, uh, flash the siren and the lights and the throttle of that fire truck with some very quick answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I think the best automotive advice I've heard recently, Mark, is uh, from attending numerous Bob Greenwood courses and listening to his approach on educating automotive service providers on how to properly measure and manage your businesses to be more profitable. Mm, Interesting. I'm not going to speed past this one. I'd love to hear you talk about managing people in your business, automotive business. What's maybe one thing you might share with us, one little tidbit or golden nugget about that? As far as managing people? Yeah. I think the the biggest thing, Mark, is giving people the ability to make decisions on their own and yes. not to micromanage them, right? Uh, oh, everybody's yes. yeah. everybody's going to make mistakes, but it's uh, it's a learning process, right? And uh, yeah. everybody grows from it. Uh, you know, that's, that is a key one. Nobody, nobody likes micromanaged. It's horrible. Uh, yeah. So great advice. How about a personal habit of yours that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I think honesty and integrity, um, do what you say and say what you do, mm-hmm. treat everybody with respect and dignity and surround yourself with great people, both in business and your personal life. Absolutely. Yeah. Mom was always right. Be careful who you hang out with. Uh, you might just become yeah. one of them. <laughs> so, no, yeah. You're right. Yeah. How about a resource? Is there one in particular that you'd like to share with the listeners? A resource? A resource, yeah. This could be a website. could be a uh, – maybe it's a podcast you listen to. Maybe it's a supplier, a person in your life, an app you use all the time on your phone. It could be a computer. Yeah. I, Actually, a good resource uh, I'd probably recommend to people is uh, aaec.ca, and that's uh, – Bob Greenwood's website, he's he's trying to slowly change the automotive aftermarket and uh, as far as making shops profitable, and uh, I've got a lot of respect for the man. He's uh, he's done some great things. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll put a link to that. I'll have to uh, dig into him a little bit. I'd like to learn a little bit about what he's sharing. How about if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would it be? Well, I'd probably change my mind on this one a dozen times too, Mark, but uh, <laughs> probably Jay Leno, I think. Uh, his passion for automobiles and motorcycle, it's truly inspiring. Uh, he seems like a real down-to-earth guy. And uh, I guess what's nice about him, he's not afraid to give back a bit too. He's, he's involved in a lot of charities and he's, uh, yeah, he'd be a great guy I'd like to go for a ride with and have lunch with. Definitely. I have been trying to get him on this show forever. Someday I'm going to get him on this show. Jay, if you're listening, please call me back. Uh, <laughs> I, I do reach out to uh, his assistant many times, but uh, he's a busy guy. So maybe one day I'll find the right moment of time and I'll get him on the show. But any listeners out there have a direct link to him. Tell him I love him. I want him on the show. So we'll see. One of these days. That's that's my snipe. How about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think other listeners would like to read as well? What I read not that long ago, it's, uh, it's called The Man Who Lost Himself. It's the Terry Evanson story by June Caldwell. It's about a former Canadian football league player that uh, suffered severe head trauma in an automobile accident. It's, it's the story about his fight to get his life back to normal, and it's uh, it's really inspiring. Wow, great book. I have not heard that book being mentioned here, but I'll make sure to put a link to it on Rod's show notes page. You can grab it very quickly. In fact, there's a page on the Cars yeah! website where you can go, and it's called 
guest recommended books, and there's probably now 1,300, 1,400 books listed there. Incredible books that my inspiring automotive enthusiasts will have shared with us in the past. All right, Rod, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car or motorcycle to park in your garage today, but there are some rules to my game since I'm writing the check. (laughs) One is it's the only collector car or motorcycle you can have, so that means you can only have one toy in the garage. You have to drive it or ride it. No garage queens allowed here. And it's an item that you can't sell to buy a bunch of other toys with, so that little trick is off the table. you got to live with it. So what's it going to be? I think I got it. It's going to have to be the new the new 117-inch Harley-Davidson CVO Street Glide that's sitting in my garage right now. It's uh, by far the coolest thing I've ever rode. The engineering of this motorcycle, the comfort, the performance, and the sound system is amazing. Wow. Uh, I think I'm going to yeah. die and get buried with this one, I think. so. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm really excited for you because, number one, I love it when my guests have what they really want already. Uh, they've, they've made it, they've worked hard, they've gotten there. I think that's great. Plus I don't have to open my checkbook. So that's kind of nice. So I appreciate you saving me a a few pennies here because uh, boy, I've had to buy a lot of nice stuff over the last five years. But, uh, well, that's a very interesting bike. Aside from what you've shared with us, how long have you had it? And was it something that you aspired to, or did you get a chance to ride one and went, oh my gosh, this is what I've got to have. Yeah, that was pretty well it. Uh, went down to a friend's place in Palm Springs, and uh, we rented uh, the street glides. And uh, yeah, it, it was at that point. It, uh, it was on my to-do list for sure. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they're amazing motorcycle engineering. These things in the last you know, 20, 30, 40 years, it just, it's through the roof. So Cool. What color is your bike? Uh, it's uh, kind of a gray and orange. It's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a CVO, so it's uh, limited edition, I guess. So. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Rod, you've taken us on a great ride today. This has been fun. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better, and I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you ride off into the beautiful mountains up there in Canada in that are on that CVO Street Glide Harley? <laughs> well, I guess that uh, sum it up, Mark, uh, be kind, give back whenever you can, value your relationships, work hard play harder well there you go great advice and what are the best ways again for people to follow along with your companies how do we uh, learn more about both apd and novo i can be contacted through either apdweblink.com the contact page or through v-p-p.ca that's the velocity performance products website there you go perfect i'll put links to those on rod's show notes page so you can Connect with him if you want to. Check out what they're doing up there. If you happen to have a shop up in uh, or business some kind up in uh, Western Canada, this is the company to call, but you probably already know about them anyway. So uh, there you go. And I want to do a shout out here to Tom Mackey. He's kind enough to introduce me to Rod. So Tom, if you're listening, thank you very much. Uh, This is a great way. I meet so many cool people here on Cars Jazz. People introduce me to people. Listeners, again, you can find everything on Rod's show notes page. Just go to carsjazz.com, type in Rod New Love, N-E-W-L-O-V-E, and his will pop right up. Rod, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. Love your podcast. Keep up the great work. You're very inspiring. Thank you very much. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me 
on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on MAV TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find MAV TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!